and I was the youngest manager ever in the company. So just yeah. really excelled in the corporate life very quickly. But same thing, just sort of got to a place where I was like, this is not for me. I capped out and I ended up finding myself in shift work. Yeah, wow. Where, so working at night, waking up early, my partner Lewis and I had massive relationship issues when I was doing that because we just barely see each other. And it was that time in my life that everything just hit rock bottom. We're here to help you live the life you dream of. We're bringing together the girls who have dared to dream. We share the real stories of what it takes to dream big, regardless of the fear, uncertainty, or what everyone else may say around you, to help you create the life you dream of. Let's make your dreams a reality. Hey guys, and welcome to the Girl Who Dared to Dream podcast. I'm here with the amazing Robin Louise. She's a business owner and personal coach. And what I love about her, and we align so much, is she's also focused on health, purpose, and mindset. So we have some incredible questions for her today to find out more about who she is. And there'll definitely be some golden nuggets in here for yourself as well. Um, Wherever you are on your journey, whether you just started and you're like, what is this purpose thing? I'm questioning my job and where I should be, or you're more developed. Um, and you're like, I'm really starting on my journey and I'm further ahead. Um, you might have your own business. There's going to be some gold in here as well. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. You're so welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited. So in your words, tell us about you, um, where you started, what your childhood was like, and now where you are in life. Yeah. Well, I had a pretty average upbringing. I grew up here in Brisbane, Queensland, yeah. the normal public school, um, I went to uni and I dropped out. It just wasn't for me. It just felt to my core that it wasn't What did you study? I did a dual degree in criminology yeah. and music studies. Wow. That's so, so like, different ends of the spectrum. Two polar ends. <laughs> um, loved them both, but just felt that I just didn't know where I was going with it and it just didn't feel real. And at the time, I had um, worked my way up in a men's clothing company. So that's how I started. And I was the youngest manager ever in the company. So just really excelled in the corporate life very quickly. But same thing, just sort of got to a place where I was like, this is not for me. I capped out. And I ended up finding myself in shift work. Yeah, wow. Where So working at night, waking up early, my partner Lewis and I had massive relationship issues when I was doing that because you just barely see each other. And it was that time in my life that everything just hit rock bottom. I was just like, this is, I've just had enough. I can't keep doing this every day. There's got to be more to life. You know, all the things that you hear at school, like going out into the real world, they say, and something's going to be a little bit more exciting than this. So... Yeah, that was sort of my rock bottom. And how long ago was that? Oh, good question. Probably 2013. Yeah. So yeah. five years, five yeah. years, five, six years. Yeah, that was really where everything hit. And then it was the first time ever that I really looked at personal development. Yeah. First time ever I'd even comprehended reading a book that was designed to educate me and help me unless it was a textbook that I was given at school. Uh, which for a lot of people, they're in the same space. They don't even think about developing themselves after school or continuing their, their growth. But that is what changed my life. That It was a two-week period where I watched the secret movie back-to-back three times in a row. Wow. Uh, that was the first time that I was like, 
holy moly, like this is everything I've been looking for. And through that, we got onto a similar mentor, Dr. John yeah. Martini. That's how I found him. And he has just completely uprooted everything that I think about my life. Yeah. And I also smashed out five books in two weeks. Wow. And after never, never reading. Back. After never reading, <laughs> never even comprehending reading. Yeah. And I, those are still the five books that changed my life. And yeah. What are those names? So the first one was Richard Branson, Losing My Virginity. Richard really taught me that business could be fun. Like it didn't have, for me, it was like this corporate rigid thing, but he told me that you can have fun and it's not about just, you know, doing the Excel spreadsheets and the staff and things like that. It can be about a mission and a purpose that's bigger than yourself. So that was really fun. Um, how to make, how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. That's a massive one. I recommend it to everyone. Yeah. Um, think and grow rich. Classic. It's Another classic. Incredible as well. <laughs> um, the secret. And the five love languages. Oh, that was a huge, so good. yeah, made a massive difference in my relationship. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Mm. And to date, I mean, you spoke about some of your biggest challenges when you hit rock bottom, but since hitting rock bottom to now where you work, work from home, yeah. basically have freedom, um, live an incredible, inspiring lifestyle and help people do the same now. So from that point now to where you are now, what's been one or two of the biggest challenges to date and how did you overcome it? More importantly, I'm interested in the mindset you use to overcome it as well. Yeah, definitely. It it all starts with mindset. Like yeah. that's 100% the thing that I, I take it down to. And well, all those books are all focused all around. All those books around mindset, right? Yeah. So that was like, I couldn't keep thinking the way that I was. I couldn't keep having the limiting beliefs that I'd had after reading those books. My yeah. mindset had completely changed. It's like you I lifted looked. the veil Seriously, and all yeah. of this stuff was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, you can't go back yeah, after you can't. that. And so from there, it was a matter of owning it in myself, gaining self-love, feeling as if I was worthy to go out there and share what I knew with people. And I was, you know, to be completely honest, there was a fear, like, who am I to go out and be teaching health mindset purpose? You know, what do I know? Yeah. But it was just building that confidence. And I came out with two books. I came out with my first book, 80 Things That Changed My Life. Nice. And even just releasing that changed my life. Yeah. It gave me so much confidence to share and serve people and it was the first time I ever made money on my own and without a job or money online so that frequency and that vibration is again you would relate to it's a completely different feeling Mm -hmm. um, than being in a job and it's like expansive and empowering like I'm serving people yeah like this is my values now like yeah 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 so that was massive and then starting working online with my partner with Lewis and at the moment we're in massive build mode with the mastermind group yeah so I'm a part of that monthly mastermind and I highly recommending um where is it just monthlymastermind.com yeah lewismocker.com slash mastermind yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that is our main focus at the moment. We have another company that we're launching by the end of the year. Um, So that's called Grandmaster Plan. Nice. Um, But yeah, we're just really focused on serving people. You know, no matter what we're going through personally or individually, that is where we always come back to. And it doesn't matter how many followers or how many likes we have on social media. We just know that if we get on every day and we serve and we share something about our lives and about that can help other people... I mean, you can't really go wrong from there. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I um, I interviewed a person last week and she said she, she started with 200 followers and she just woke up every day thinking I have 200 people I can serve and help. Now she has 17,000 in like two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and But she just had that attitude of like, I have 200 people who I can influence every single day. And it's an amazing way to approach 
business or social media or growing a brand when it's from a place of serving yeah, not a place absolutely. of what I can get mm-hmm. um, and for me my highest value is serving and um, that's why I think when I've come to business with that mindset everything flows yeah. opposed to maybe when I'm in stress and then I don't come with that serving I'm like man I've got to pay this bill then it just nothing works <laughs> yeah if you come from the money angle yeah or you've got to meet some deadline you're never going to come through the right door you yeah. come from the door of serving them yeah yeah definitely. love that yeah. cool so for someone who is struggling to find their purpose or their passion how would you help them to discover it or what advice would you have for them really really simple scale it back just sit yourself down at a desk and just start with what you love yeah that's the only place that you can start from and what you love i think a lot of people have different voices in their head whether it's their mom, their dad, their teachers, their preachers, their friends, whatever it is, that cloud their vision and make them unsure of what's actually truly inspiring to them on the inside. But if you can just cut all that away and just get present with yourself and really ask yourself, what do you love? Then just let what you love grow. Yeah, It's the only way that you can really find it. And if you keep jumping after things that other people are telling you to do, it's like shiny ball syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to just keep jumping and failing. So just stay true to what is important and valuable to yourself. Yeah. And when you do have all those voices in your head and you sit down quiet, they usually come up even more. Yeah. What's your advice for someone to quiet those minds so they can hear their true, like their first voice or their inner voice? I think like you said, I think when you do set that time to be quiet, they start to arise. So the first thing, you, the only really thing that you can do is just be aware of that. Yeah. Be aware of it. You know, hang on a minute. I know that I'm thinking that. I know where that voice is coming from. Thank you, mum or thank you, yeah. dad, you know. Be aware of it and then you can decide whether you're going to listen to it or not listen to it. That's the only really way that you're ever going to step aside of it is being aware of it and deciding to step out of it. Yeah. And do you find it's a journey like the first time you sit down, it's harder, but the more that you do it, the more clearer you get? Absolutely. And this is is a journey, right? You're never going to stop wanting to come back to this you know it doesn't matter to what degree you're at on the journey whether you've quit your job or whether you haven't quit your job you always have to come back to what you love because Mm -hmm. even Lou and I you know with our most recent business if you're not loving it anymore you have to make a choice you have to make a decision to step away but if you didn't take those moments to come back and connect with yourself you would just keep living a life that's not your own yeah and um tony robbins has that analogy of the two millimeter shift like if you're swinging a golf club and you're two millimeters off it ends up way over where it's not meant to be same like if we jumped we shooted a rocket to mars and we were two millimeters off we're going to end on venus not mars yeah and um and it's the same in life like the more that you can keep coming back checking your directions checking are you in line with your values and your purpose like yeah that's I love awesome. that that's a great analogy I love yeah that. so what really I think cool. in my head it's like every morning it's got to come back to that mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and um so once you know what your purpose is in life so we've sat down we've knuckled it out and we're like cool this is what I want to do how do you then step out and follow it and overcome the fear or what people say or the negativity um or when those limiting beliefs pop up the self-worth pops up what did you do and what do you recommend other people to do to like literally follow it and stick with it? Yeah, look, honestly, I think the first thing to sort of um, point out here is that there's not a silver bullet. There's not one golden key that unlocks and fixes everything in your life. It's a journey. Yeah. And the truth is that you're going to be unlocking more about yourself and more about your purpose and dissolving more and more fears as you continue the journey. And yeah. that's 
part of the fun of playing the game of life. You yeah. have to enjoy that part of it. Otherwise, you're just going to keep feeling frustrated and feeling like you're overwhelmed. But, you know, one of the major things that you can do to dissolve fears is firstly, again, be self-aware of them. Know where they originated. Go back in your memory. I truly believe that we have all of our memories stored in our mind. It's just our ability to go back in to recreate them and be yeah, aware of like them. Like access them. Yeah, yeah, to access them, definitely. So know where they originated and know it's usually, again, it comes back to the people that we gave authority to in our lives. So our parents are big ones, our teachers, um, religious figures, anything like that. Know where they came from and big one that you would have heard in the mastermind is you got to work out the benefits. Yeah. How do they actually serve you? I'm always like benefits, drawbacks, drawbacks, yes. benefits. Like it's the questions I ask myself all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the universe has made our polarity. It's made of balance, positive and negatives. They're always Even all everything us. like atoms, you go right back to how this yep. table is made. Like, Absolutely. yeah. Yep. You go to the biological level. Mm-hmm. The body is constantly creating and destroying itself. That's how we're made genetically. Yeah. So that same thing's going on in your head. You're meant to build yourself up and destroy yourself at the same time. Yeah. So that in itself is an empowering thought because you need to just settle with yourself and allow yourself to go through that process. Yeah. I love that. And for me, um, learning about my emotions and those benefits and drawbacks has been a really powerful turning point for me because I used to have this addiction to happiness and fantasy and over the top like positivity. Like I would get annoyed at myself if I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. And um, and I remember a friend said it to me one time and I was like, oh, that's really? And, and, um, and then when I started looking into, like I'd have such a fantasy that when anything would bad would happen, smallest thing happened I'd swing back the other way and just think I was like the worst person ever nothing works I'm not good enough and I was in this constant swing from good to bad to I'm amazing to I'm shit and it was not healthy I wasn't moving forward one week in the business would be great the next week we'd be it would be terrible and same it would pop up in my relationships and everything and until I learned how to neutralize things and come from everything with a neutral state I can still pull on energy and excitement and emotion yeah but it's like not the core I act from anymore Mm -hmm. which has been a game changer for me yeah well the more you're addicted to either side Mm. the fantasies or the fears you're going to have those massive swings so it's great to hear you talk about that and um Kerwin Ray always talks about how emotions are addictive just like if you see a drunk person then they're like I'm not drunk Mm -hmm. and then you see like a depressed person I'm not depressed or I'm not addicted to my emotions or a happy person or it's yeah. it's amazing to think it's all chemistry that's going on in our brain that's right yep. yeah and we allow those emotions to become our identity yeah and they're not they're only just one side of us yeah so yeah it's very interesting yeah and it starts blowing your mind like when you said um the brain itself is creating and destroying itself at the same time like I haven't heard it put that way before and even that just like kind of blew my mind in the moment I was like oh you're right yeah. and so the body is doing that same way yeah same thing that blew my mind too that sort of put it into place for me that okay well yeah you're talking about these positive and negatives and where are the benefits where are the drawbacks but when you actually look at the science and you Mm -hmm. look at biology and you look at the chemistry and you even look at it from an astrological and a physics everything has drawbacks and benefits there's you know always a positive and a negative 
on every single level of the universe. Yeah. So that to me made everything click. Yeah. Mm. And and um that's I guess why uh, I love Dr. Joe Dispenza as well because he backs up everything like that with the science behind all of it in the body. And w- when I think it made it more clear, it wasn't like woo woo spiritual stuff. Or when there's actually science and all these scientists and doctors speaking about all of this, it was like wow, there's more to life than what I just see and there's more going on inside of me than what I just feel or think. And um, it made it more simple to move forwards, I think. It made it more simple to then love the bad times and enjoy the good times but also not get too excited by the good times. Yeah, well, would you you say that you stopped beating yourself up? Yeah, so much because if something bad happened... I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't go straight back to like, I'm not good enough. I would go back to what can I learn from this? Mm. Like, what is the good stuff about it this, in this moment? And it's like a habit now. Even if I feel myself like, oh, all right, I just had a good day. I got 10 new members today. I'll be straight away, okay, what's the drawback? Yeah. And just to keep myself neutral, which has been a process of 18 months yeah. um, to actually get to this point. Yeah. How long did it take for you to start getting that neutralizing like, I mean, every day, right? Yeah. We, there's different things that come up. Yeah. I think, to, if, I think the truest truth is no one's ever neutral. Yeah. Uh, if you were neutral, you'd be in a state of grace. Yeah. All the time, right? True. You'd be a monk on a mountain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's just not realistic for the world that we live in. So the truth is that every day we deal with it. Yeah. And we oscillate between positives and negatives. Mm. But the first person that started teaching me about this was Dr. John Martini, And yeah. it's been being under him and mentored by him that he completely messed up the way I think about the world. Yeah. And like, you, like we just sort of said, that when you start thinking about the drawbacks and the benefits, you can't stop yourself from thinking about that in all areas of your life. And I think if you just had that as your anchor then your mind and retrain your brain to start thinking like that, like Joe Dispenza talks about, you know, training the brain, you'll always just have that as a voice in your head that will help center you no matter what. Yeah, I love that. Um, Let's quickly touch on coaches and mentors. How did you find the ones for you? And what, like, I personally believe that, like, everyone needs a coach and mentor for different parts of their life. But what are your beliefs and thoughts on having a coach or a mentor? I think it's essential. I think that you always have to have um, a person that is helping you grow and become a better version of yourself. And as soon as you start capping out at that, you've lost the game. Yeah. So I love the quote, uh, when you're green, you're growing, but when you're ripe and you rot. Yeah. And I just think that's so true about every area of life. So, again, I've watched The Secret and I saw Dr. John Martini. went to his free seminar here in Brisbane and there was just something about it when Lou and I were there. We were just raced up, went to the back of the room, and we went to the Breakthrough Experience. And from there, we've never looked back. We've yeah. traveled all around the world, sat out here. The longest we've been is a 10-day seminar, and that was oh, intense. Dr. Martini. Yep, yeah, we did his Imperience One program. Wow. Yeah, so we've done a few with him now, and um, him by far has been um, the most I've ever learned. Um, from a universal principle and I think you guys would already have been seeing that in the mastermind community we reference him a lot and his works and his studies also because he's a polymath so he is a um, PhD qualified in so many different areas of life that it's not just one specific area so he really does give you a, a broader spectrum of things but I'm a massive believer in mentors. I'm a personal coach myself, so I have coaching clients. And even them, you know, I recommend them to go and get other mentors to make sure that they're spreading it out and not just going through one fine line. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to always have somebody to also keep you accountable, keep you in check. Yeah, I agree. And I have multiple coaches as well in my life. Um, And I feel the same. Like, I wouldn't be where I am 
without my mentors and my coaches and um but even if like you're like oh i don't have money right now or time for a coach or mentor jump onto youtube and just start youtubing these names that we're talking about um they will probably have podcasts as well and turn your car into a university and every time you jump in like delete your spotify and just have your podcast app there playing Mm -hmm. and start like educating and retraining your brain and your mind or get audible or um they have amazing books that are like twenty five dollars. Yeah, and I, I just you know every time I'm driving, try and learn something new or evolve something. And even your mastermind is so so affordable. It is so good of value, and it's so simple, and it's only eighty dollars a month. Yeah, it's amazing value. Like I was like, this is insane. <laughs> I thought it was going to be way more than that, but yeah. Oh, that's good it's to hear. So good worth hear. it, guys. Like I'll plug it because it's <laughs> so worth being and yeah (laughs) that's awesome yeah there's so much free content out there we live in an age of information so um i don't think not knowing where to start and i don't think thinking that just because you don't have finances is just an excuse there's so much you'll find a way if you want a way absolutely yeah and i want to um ask about yours and lewis's relationship so how did you guys meet we met he became a customer when i was manager and he just came in as a customer and um he left it's funny we joke about it today i said to him who are you like you're in your pajamas like what do you do <laughs> did he rock up in his pajamas pajamas and he's like oh i'm a trader i just trade from home and I'm like, oh, okay well if you ever want an admin girl let me know and it's funny because that's literally how we started wow yeah. so it took us a solid maybe nine months of being friends and him being in the friend zone but then yeah we grew and yeah we've never looked back <laughs> that's awesome and what is it like now working with your partner and how do you guys manage the ups and downs of that um it's not i wouldn't recommend it for everyone yeah <laughs> you do want to kill each other half the time yeah i um, love that you're so upfront with that oh, absolutely <laughs> we have to have separate offices in the house otherwise we would want to pull each other out but um isn't amazing i'm so so grateful for the last five years because we've that has been training ground for us Mm -hmm. to learn how each other how each other thinks how each other works best knowing each other's values and really incorporating that and the mentality like we're talking about in relationship month and the mastermind is what are your values how can i help you get what you want so i can get what i want yeah and working with each other like that and it's not easy we're still learning but i think if you come at it from that mentality you'll you'll never look back yeah it's selfless selfishness of how I've heard it's put, like what you just said, like what are your values, how can I help you you get yours and then like I'll get mine and feel fulfilled both ways. So yeah. I um I really love it like put like that yeah. and it makes it easier to move. It's not just all about me, it's not just trying to take so I can feel love and worth it's not that's not what a relationship is. Yeah. Um what is a like a strong healthy relationship to you? Um, I think, look, the major keys are fair exchange. Yeah. You have to have fair exchange with your partner. And the truth is that when Lou and I first got together, he was obviously more financially empowered and I was still coming up the ranks. I still had a job when we got together. So it took a long time for us to really work out where our fair exchange was. Yeah. And we had to work out things. So I think if you're in a relationship right now, you need to know what you're both bringing to the table and how you can work that around and play to each other's strengths. Um, like we've already just covered, you need to know what each other's values are. You need to know what you want so that I can help get what I want by giving you what you want. Yeah. I think if you play that way in the game, then you're going to succeed, both of you together. And the last thing would be you've got to come back to gratitude. No matter whether you're arguing or if you've been together for 50 years, like I, we see this a lot with our parents, they're just content, they're maintaining. 
the inspiration for their relationship has definitely dwindled. But if you can come at a relationship or even look at your past relationships from gratitude, knowing that no matter what you've been through, you're grateful for that experience, it's set you up where you are today, then you'll be fine. There's no animosity about staying together or keeping being together, you know what I mean? Or breaking up. Yeah. There's nothing like that. Lewis and I don't fear a breakup. We have a breakup plan, a divorce plan sorted. I love know? that. Like, <laughs> we've got it covered so we can keep true to the mission, you know? We don't have to have that in our minds. Yeah. And it's. I think it's not the same in romantic relationships. It's the same in my business. Like, I've got to know what values my team have so I can deliver on their values so I'll get what I need as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and having those tough conversations as well. Like, I know the, the offboarding for my client, uh, my um, trainers, if that ever happens as well. And we kind of have all these logical things in business Mm -hmm. or your work that you might be in. But what about our personal lives as well? The other thing, like I do this so religiously in my business is I plan every quarter. I go to Sydney for Cohen Ray and we plan out quarters and we have monthly reviews and I set weekly goals, daily tasks. And then we have even a daily review with my team. And you do that in your relationship. You have a monthly review, which is so inspiring. So can you explain that to us? We do. We have a spreadsheet that we're going to be giving everyone I can't wait to see that, by the way. We give each other a score out of five. And we have different traits in different areas in the relationship. So something might be like intimacy or physical beauty or um, finances or how we're going with the business. How's our communication been? We have a list of about 25 different things that we rank each other on. And it allows us to gauge, firstly, we rank it ourselves. So mm-hmm. where I think I'm going in the oh. relationship. So we do, yeah, you've got to start with yourself, Love right? That. You can only change yourself. So you've got to start there. And then Lewis will rank me and then I'll rank him. Um, and a lot of people might think that that's really cold and malicious. But if you're not doing that, then you're just making stories up in your head, right? This at least allows us to see blankly on us page how we're both feeling in the relationship so we can be honest and actually see, well, you know what? I really felt like your communication this week was a little bit poor and I'd like to act on that. So then we can be honest with each other and how we're feeling. So yeah, it's going to be a really cool tool. Yeah, I'm excited to see that um, tool and all the other tools that come for that as well. They're probably my favorite. Um, But for someone struggling with like self-love and self-worth, what advice would you give them? Oh, great question. And oh, again, I feel like this has been my answer for everything. It's a journey, right? Mm. Like you will dip in and out of self-love and self-worth for the rest of your life. I think it's also when you go that next level, like I was just at an event with Kerwin last weekend and he said he's now struggling with self-worth because his business has exploded over the last couple months mm-hmm. and he's gone from like no one knowing him on social media to now a million followers on Facebook. And now again, he's got that next ceiling he has to break through. Yeah, I think Kerwin does a great explanation of it as well. It's a the whole uh, the whole game of life is that weaving that snake that in and out of grow, then you go to the next level, then you're down at the bottom again, and then you go to the next level. So the same goes with self love. Um, a great book if you're really interested in learning and the lessons and starting and where I started the self-love journey was You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Yes, She's love that She's a massive book. advocate for self-love. Even the basics of just looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, you know what? I love you. Mm-hmm. Sounds cheesy, but if you literally can't do it, then that's where you need to start. Just start from the basics. Um, and I think no matter what, again, no matter where you go in life and what things happen and what challenges come your way, just understand that it's all serving you. It's all for a reason. And if you can come at it from that viewpoint, then you're going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to thrive. <laughs> I agree. And what are your future goals that you're looking to now? Like you spoke about 
the next business you're starting. What was it called again? The GMP, Grand yeah. Master Plan. Yeah. And um, so that's like I say, like a shorter term. What's like a five or ten year goal or vision that you have for yourself if you have that far ahead? Yeah, we do. We have a hundred year plan. Yeah, two hundred year plan. The legacy. The legacy plan. <laughs> you know, we're going to space. We're going to Mars. Yeah. So 100%. When when um when I saw that legacy plan and he's like a thousand years. Is yep. that where you start with? Thousand years. I was like. Oh my goodness, I've never yep. even thought about that. Exactly. I was like, what do I want people to say about me when I'm dead? Like a thousand years after. And I'm like, I have the potential to make that impact. Exactly. Now that I've thought about it, yeah. I have that potential to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people cap themselves and don't even allow them to think of their legacy. Most people don't even think one week ahead. It's just, what can I use with this paycheck? I can't so wait true. to next payday. Yeah, you do. You have to You have to ask yourself the question for it to ever happen. Yeah. And come to fruition. So if we're just talking about the next five to ten years, it's building the mastermind. Yeah. Um, we want to get what? that to... Yeah. Um, it sort of depends. Um, I mean, like we just talked about mm-hmm. before this podcast, you know, we're sort of in a place right now that we want to keep the culture of the community really, really high. So um, I loved what you just said before about having a qualifying system. We might bring something like that into the mastermind so that we can really keep this community about being masters yeah. and masters serving masters and that word mastering yeah you know, we're not here for the masses we're here for the masters yeah um so that's our goal to build that out as big as we can and also gmp we have an intention to get this out to ten thousand people and really serve the people with this um, new software and new program um and who knows i always have in the back of my mind that i would love to continue um writing books and mm-hmm. things like that so who knows? I could have another ten books in ten years. Yeah, so I love that. What about what is your legacy like? What is the thousand or hundred year plan for you? Um, we like to get to space. We already have a space account that we Ooh. save and put money into. That is so yeah. cool. Definitely, we're going to space. Like we live over so. on Mars or just visit or um uh whatever. I don't really know. We'll have to mm-hmm. ask Elon Musk. About yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> whatever he's got in mind, but we're saving. We truly believe, Lewis and I, we will get to space in our lifetime and our children will definitely. We even have we joke that I reckon our kids will be asked astronauts they'll be space people wow for sure you've got to think like that right so i think that whether it's here on earth or whether it's in space lou and i will our teachings will outlive us for mm-hmm. sure that's our goal that our teachings outlive us i agree i think the way that you guys package it in such a unique but easily to understand an accessible way um is powerful and i've not seen i've been in a lot of masterminds and pd and i've not seen it presented the way that you guys do it it's it's really cool mm. So good on you. Oh, thank you. So Thanks th- again for having okay, me. Thank you so much for being on the podcast um, and just inspiring like the next generation of people that are like learning to become more self-aware, to follow that purpose and to do what it is that they love. So thank you for helping us dream bigger today um, and we'll chat again soon. Great. Thanks for having me. Now you're inspired, go take action. We're always here to support you on your journey, so reach out anytime and please give this episode a share. Share it with all your other dreamer friends so they feel empowered to also relentlessly and ruthlessly go after what they want and create the life you dream of.